0: Hi mom. Oh, hey Lou amateur nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 189 (laughs) forgiveness now only ten thousand dollars Fans first, I want to shout out to Ed Holcomb of North Springfield, Ohio. Met this gentleman while I was having uh, breakfast with my girlfriend and my mom and uh, noticed his uh, Let's Go Brandon t-shirt and his MAGA hat. And I'm like, oh, I got to give a card to this guy. And he was nice enough to friend me on Facebook. Uh, Lou Santini Entertainment, by the way, if you want to follow me on Facebook. And uh, he's uh, a friend of mine now. And hopefully you're listening to the show there today, buddy. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Hit me. Topic number one. So, as of the recording of this episode, President Coloring Book wants to forgive student loan debt. <laughs> Donkey Pox, the real disease killing America. Last time I checked, if you're forgiving someone for something, well that means they made a mistake, and I don't pay for other people's mistakes, do you? Any more than I don't pay for the mistakes made with slavery. To quote Shaggy, wasn't me. Here are the broad, stupid, reckless, illegal, fraudulent, sneaky strokes of it all. Okay, this is the Biden administration student loan debt plan. You get $20,000 if you went to college on Pell Grants. By the way, if you don't know what a Pell Grant is... Uh, Pell Grants are awarded only to undergrad students, that means you got your bachelor's or associates, uh, not your master's or your doctorate, who display exceptional financial need. So I went to studentaid.gov and it said a federal Pell Grant, unlike a loan, does not have to be repaid except under certain circumstances. So, as part of this debt forgiveness, 20K if you went to college on Pell Grants, 10 grand if you didn't receive any Pell Grants. Forgiveness only applies to those earning less than $125,000. So, you get 20 large if you already got a Pell Grant? 20 grand if you already got money to go to school? How does that make any sense? And 10 G's if you did not get a Pell grant. Also, forgiveness only applies to those earning less than $125,000, you know, like most of America. So I googled, what is the average yearly salary for Americans? The answer is $56,310, or about $20 an hour. In 2020, 90% of American workers made less than $125,000. So basically, every lazy, entitled college student who made the mistake of taking out a loan they can't or couldn't afford. And finally, if you have undergraduate loans, meaning loans for an associate's or bachelor's degree, you can cap repayment of your loan at 5% of your monthly income. Explain how this is fair. And any amateur that says, oh well, you're a spineless, lazy, cowardly, inept, fraudulent, cheating, unethical, freeloading mooch. You're the person who, ah, oh, I forgot my wallet when the group goes out to dinner. I'll get the next one, you always say, but you never do. You're the person who never hosts the party, but you sure do go to them. And when you go, you're the person who brings a six-pack of light domestic beer and then drinks the expensive import beer in the liquor. And then you go home with your remaining unopened Bud Light. My favorite justification for this fraud instilled upon the American public is from Speaker of the Bar, I mean House, Nancy Pelosi, who just back in April said that the president doesn't have the power to enact debt forgiveness. But suddenly, quote, it's a bold action and a strong step in Democrats' fight to expand access to higher education. Why? By delivering historic targeted student debt relief to millions of borrowers, more working families will now be able to meet their kitchen table needs as they recover from the pandemic. Also racism. Okay, she didn't say the racism part, but you got to love how fleecing the hardworking American people for debt they don't owe somehow makes it so you have food Via your down-home kitchen, forgetting that rising food prices and shortages are also this administration's fault. And look how caring they are about our pandemic recovery, which was also started by them. That is, Amateur Nation's MO, Create the Crisis, Sell You the Cure for the Crisis. And then, ideally, get you to thank them for helping you get through the crisis. It's like being chained to a radiator, being punched in the face and abused for hours. Later on, they pull back on the punches, sell you the Band-Aids, and you're supposed to thank them. Now, rather than spouting off dozens of common-sense sentiments regarding this taxation without representation, fraud, and crime that could befall hardworking Americans, let's go to Pro Nation and hear what they have to say. Here is a post by at Mary Vaught, V-O-U-G-H-T. She says the left believes adults aren't responsible enough to pay back student loans, yet children can decide if they want to have invasive sex reassignment surgery. This is from Matt Walsh via PragerU. He writes, yes, you were scammed when you took out your student loans. You got suckered. You bought a worthless thing for way too much money. That's true. But making someone else pay for your mistakes is a greater injustice. Here's one from Junior Mercedes USA. I don't care about your student debt. You went to college. You're supposedly smarter than me. Figure the shit out yourself, genius. Here's one from Liberty Guard Official. Nobody talks about forgiving trade school debt because they all learned a useful skill and can pay their own way. Once again, this is Pro Nation chiming in on the possible student loan forgiveness program. This one is from Batya Unger Sargan at Bunger Sargon. I just don't know how these people making $100,000 a year look people in the face who change seniors' bedpans for a living or drive a truck or work the railroad or stock grocery shelves or deliver their Amazon packages and say, you, yes, you, give me $10,000. I just don't get it. This post from at Zach Bissonette. There is a fascinating lack of curiosity about the fact that colleges took PPP loans, had those loans forgiven, closed their campuses for more than a year, and still raised tuition. Here's one from at Tommy G returns Two. Biden announced $10,000 student loan cancellation per student, making $125,000 or less per year. So if you were responsible and paid off your loan, you're fucked. If you worked hard and got a better job making more money than some kid you graduated with, you're fucked. Here's one from at Travis underscore Flint underscore. I'm so glad I wasted my years of life in the military to afford going to college so Biden could come along and pay off student loan debts for some worthless college kids that hate America. This one from at Monica Crowley. What Biden is doing on student loans is a reverse Robin Hood, taking from the poor to give to the rich. Morally reprehensible. This one from Real Derek Utley. My mortgage identifies as a student loan. Here's one that uh, is quite infuriating from at Charlie Kirk 11. Harvard is sitting on top of a $54 billion hedge fund they call an endowment that they pay zero taxes on. Yale has $31 billion. Stanford, $29 billion. Princeton, $26 billion. Elite schools sit on a gold mine, but the middle class will foot the bill for student loan forgiveness. This one from at Emma Joe NYC. Why is Biden allowed to just scrounge up money to cancel student debt, but Trump wasn't allowed to do that for a wall? This one from one of my favorite guys that I follow on Instagram and friend of the show, at Tim Runs His Mouth, Tim Young. He says, if by 18... You aren't responsible enough to be accountable for your own student loans, then you definitely aren't responsible enough to be able to vote to choose the leaders that run this nation. Even human turtle Rhino Mitch McConnell said... Biden's student loan socialism is a slap in the face to every family who sacrificed to save for college, every graduate who paid their debt, and every American who chose a certain career path or volunteered to serve in our armed forces in order to avoid taking on debt. And finally, from an account on Instagram called America as fuck, congrats to everyone who didn't have college debt. Now you do. You know, I worked one full-time and two part-time jobs for four and a half years when I was in college. Even put some tuition on credit cards. I was determined to graduate with no student debt. I didn't care if it took me six years to graduate. I wasn't having that. Must be because I had two parents living under my roof. Enjoy your degree in gender studies, amateur nation. Let's not forget the obvious argument— Why not forgive auto and home loans? Those are achieved by proof of income, established credit, not to mention most everyone needs a car. Some people rent, sure, but not everyone went or needs to go to college. By the way, college amateurs, you're young. You have plenty of time to work double shifts at Starbucks, a capitalist company, to pay off your college loans. Wait, I have an idea. Since changing your sex is so trendy... You can sell your genitals. Question is, will anyone want anything so useless? Go! No! Oh, by the way, this is clearly bribery in the form of buying votes from clueless, lazy, stupid, vapid, sexually confused, entitled mentally ill college amateurs. If someone gave it to you out of the blue, what would you do with $10,000? Email me, lou at com. If I spotlight your answer, you get a free No Amateurs t-shirt. Topic number two. You can't talk about the Communist Disease Center, a.k.a. the CDC, or as Expo underscore Goddess on Instagram calls it, can't diagnose crap, without talking about Dr. Keebler El Fauci. To get you up to speed, here's a post from ProNation by Max Bonilla. Uh, his uh, handle on Instagram is at Teen. The recent CDC guidance is the same exact guidance the so-called conspiracy theorists have been giving for the last two years. You don't test asymptomatic people, duh. You don't discriminate against the unvaccinated. Lockdowns and masks don't work, all basic common sense. And to that order, here is a post from at Galaxy Brain, a guy named Alex Gutentag. He says the CDC now says that due to breakthrough infections and natural immunity, there is no reason to treat vaccinated and unvaccinated people differently. Twitter banned users who pointed this out last year. Never forget that people were censored for saying what the CDC is saying now. Meanwhile, science, a.k.a. Dr. Anthony Keebler L. Fauci Mengele, was talking about retiring after President Coloring Book's first term or whenever Biden said something coherent, whichever came first. But now, I mean, science said he's retiring in December. I guess we'll have to think for ourselves after that. Science, you crazy bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And since, as I reported last week, the CDC is, quote, announcing a sweeping reorganization and is aiming to change the agency's culture and restoring public trust, maybe science can get a consulting gig there. Oh, wait, they want to restore public trust. I was thinking it read destroying public trust. I know the amateurs who got the untested gene experiment signed a waiver stating they can't sue Big Pharma, but where did it say they can't sue the CDC or FDA, or their location where they got poisoned? Find me on Truth Social, Lou Santini3. On Instagram, it's Lou.Santini3. Get her, lose the three, it's just at Lou Santini. And please subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. Support the show by going to lousantini.com and clicking on the yellow donate button. Topic number three is next. Hey pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs men's and women's t-shirts. Normally 22.95, now just 11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just at $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half off No Amateurs t shirt today. Topic number three. You know, I used to be a huge Alec Baldwin fan. I mean, he is Mr. Monologue. His God complex speech and malice, his laying into Barry Champlain speech and talk radio, and his crowning achievement, always be closing in Glengarry Glen Ross. Maybe Alec Baldwin's ABC speech should mean always be checking the chamber. By the way, his calling his 11-year-old daughter a rude, thoughtless little pig tirade, that was a great monologue, too. You know, I thought he was hilarious in 30 Rock. Having Baldwin in your movie or TV show always lended a level of credibility. He's a talented, good-looking man, there's no question about it. But, like so many in Hollywood, his ego, his entitlement, his opinions, his needs, and his mere existence is worth more than you scum listening to this podcast. Recently, he shot and accidentally murdered 42-year-old Helena Hutchins, I hope I'm saying her first name right, and injured 48-year-old Joel Souza on the set of a movie called Rust. Somehow, this is still dragging on as he hasn't seen a day in court yet. If this was you or me, we'd be bleeding out in the yard at whatever prison is conveniently located near you. His main argument is that A, he didn't know the gun was loaded, B, he didn't pull the trigger, and C, I'm famous, so this is stupid. Okay, not C, but still. The FBI, fresh from harassing parents of schoolchildren who question their kids' curriculums like the bloodthirsty terrorists that they are, even said Baldwin pulled the trigger. Now, if Baldwin was handed a loaded weapon without his knowledge— that will probably be how he gets off. But as someone who has been on the set in Hollywood hundreds of times and has handled prop handguns and shotguns, prop masters, the professional ones anyway, always show you the empty chamber. They always point the gun down, click the trigger a few times, and insist that you keep the gun pointed down at all times until they call action and give you the gun only right before you need to start rolling film. That being said... I can imagine that someone of Baldwin's acting caliber and star power may not have to go through the same protocol, the same things as a lowly extra like I had to when I was on the set way back in the day. So I predict that he'll get off because it wasn't his fault that he was given a loaded weapon, and we'll never really know who gave him a loaded weapon or why. But all this murder talk has to be affecting Baldwin's sleep, mood, and being worshipped time. Recently, Baldwin told the Commie News Network that the shooting cost him five jobs and the stress from Trump's comments has taken years off of his life. Well, that's not fair. I mean, it's one thing if he was a bad actor or was underqualified or maybe his salary demands weren't met, but he shouldn't be denied work simply because he's under federal investigation for an accidental murder and two shootings. I gotta start working on an Alec Baldwin flag for my Facebook profile pic. Or maybe we can get a GoFundMe to help with this financial crisis. That music means one thing, it's time for the A La Carte segment. The MTV Music Video Awards were August 28th. When did MTV start showing music videos again? Hey, real quick, Amateur Nation, just because you were told something most of your life doesn't mean it's true. You know, there have been a lot of people in the Hollywood elite and in politics who have been called out as being pedophiles lately. Not to mention the entire Hollywood industrial complex, as well as large factions of our government. Question. Wouldn't you think, with all these accusations of something as heinous as pedophilia, that the people named would be so incensed that they would sue those accusing them of such a thing. If someone accused me of something like that, I wouldn't be able to contact my lawyer fast enough. They can go ahead and hide behind that, we won't even dignify that with a response, but I stand by what I said. Ever notice in commercials, kids, teens, and 20-somethings are one or more of the following. Quirky and fun, sophisticated, outdoorsy, smart and tech-savvy, adventurous, partying, good-looking, and carefree. When in reality, most of them are lost, whiny, complaining, maladjusted misfits with concave chests who complain that they don't fit in and no one understands their plight and their oppression. And in commercials, the parents are always stupid and or clueless. You know which company will get my dollar? The first one that has a commercial where they make fun of kids, teens, and 20-somethings as needy, entitled, and clueless. And the adults rule the roost. And I hear an adult tell a teen, Shut up. They get my money. Conversely, when it comes to movies, not commercials, ever notice how kids, teens, and 20-somethings are always miserable? We just don't understand. Their plight. They have so many worries and stresses and pressures. Who to have sex with? Jobs suck. Parents are old and racist. Make sure you call mom and dad by their first names. Always unhappy, brooding, whispering with concave chest, no muscle tone, hypersexual, or completely disinterested in sex. Mumbling, whispering with dark circles under their eyes, wearing baggy, ill-fitting clothing. Remember movies in the 80s and 90s when the kids were actually happy? Always looking for three pro things done in this world, three things that are done right, number one. In a perfect world, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, Soros, Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, Bezos, and Fauci would get life in prison for fraud, treason, and crimes against humanity. Add to that list the peaceful protesters who physically destroyed our country's greatest cities and suburbs with crime, shooting, looting, burning, assault, and murder during the riots after the George Floyd debacle. One of those victims was, of course, retired St. Louis Police Captain David Dorn, who was simply trying to help protect a local business owner during the riots. This article via the dailywire.com The widow of the retired St. Louis police captain who was murdered during a ride in June of 2020 following the death of George Floyd ripped Vice President Kamala Harris and leftist billionaire George Soros for their support of soft on crime policies. And Dorn A retired police sergeant with 20 years' service spoke of her husband David, who was murdered at the age of 77 when he investigated alarms going off at a friend's pawn shop in St. Louis, Missouri, saying his death resulted as local police were ordered not to do their jobs. (sighs) She said David became a cop because when he was a little boy, he wanted to be a superhero. She wrote in an opinion piece for Fox News. And he was a superhero. But if real-life superheroes exist, so do supervillains. Those supervillains are people like the man who killed my husband. They are people like billionaire George Soros who use their power and influence to promote extremist politics and fan the flames of division. They are people like Vice President Kamala Harris who raised money for the rioters' bail funds and the CEOs of prominent companies who blindly gave their support and money to this, she wrote. On June 2nd, 2020, David Dorn, who had served 38 years in St. Louis's Metropolitan Police Department and then as police chief in Moline Acres, approached Lee's Pawn and Jewelry after an alarm was triggered. Stephen Cannon, 24, shot Dorn 10 times. He was later convicted of first-degree murder. And Dorn wrote of her husband, who was black, David didn't agree with or support Black Lives Matter. He never understood Black Lives Matter because it never actually did anything to help black lives. The same year David was killed, over a dozen children were shot in St. Louis, and never once did Black Lives Matter show up. Their lives mattered. Fifty-five businesses were looted or destroyed the night David was murdered. Many of them black-owned. Their livelihoods mattered. My husband was a black man who selflessly served his community for over 40 years. His life mattered. She concluded, Ultimately, David was murdered because the people who were supposed to protect our streets, active-duty police officers, were ordered not to do their jobs. It is clear that the anti-law enforcement sentiment that has been fueled in this country by Democrat and left-wing activist rhetoric has gone too far. Yes, there are bad cops out there, but addressing bad policing by ordering no policing at all is not a solution. It is extremist, it is dangerous, and it cost my husband his life. Soros has spent $28 million to support leftist candidates for district attorney in cities uh, across the nation in cities such as Chicago, L.A., and Philadelphia. Harris publicly supported the Minnesota – Kamala Harris, by the way – publicly supported the Minnesota Freedom Fund during the summer riots of 2020. She tweeted, if you're able to, chip in now to the at MN Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. She also wrote, the Republican Party did reach out to me, several of them, just to offer their condolences. Donald Trump did call. Donald Trump has a history of calling law enforcement and first responders' families when somebody is lost in the line of duty to offer his condolences, offer his help. That was nothing new. Dave was actually known in the community, and he worked with a lot of Democrats, and I didn't get one phone call or any condolence from any of them. Number two. One of my all time favorite shows that, admittedly, I was late to the party to, Archer, an animated series on FX, is back for season 13. I was concerned that after the brilliant voiceover work of Jessica Walters, the show would either be done or never find its legs again. Boy, was I wrong. This visually original and interesting, superbly written and expertly vocally delivered show with impeccable comedic timing that is anything but politically correct. How this show, like Family Guy, has escaped cancel culture is beyond me. And by the way, I'm not calling it cancel culture anymore. It's totalitarianism, plain and simple. It's back and it does not miss a single step. Season 13 of Archer returns with all the regulars as their boutique mom-and-pop spy agency is swallowed up by a larger Walmart-like company, and the gripes and barbs and bullets fly fast and furiously. If you've never seen Archer plow through the seasons via Hulu While some of the episodes are to-be-continued types, some entire seasons are fantasy-slash-a-dream. Many episodes just stand on their own and don't require you watching them from Season 1's first episode. But if you like your humor adult without pandering to Amateur Nation, this is the show for you. And don't let the fact that it's animation scare you off. You often forget you're not watching a live-action show. Archer, check it out. Number three. Let's end on some common sense, shall we? And let's make it a twofer because you're so pretty. Listen to this quote by Rahim Kassam. LMAO, they just used your taxes to increase your taxes so they could hire 87,000 IRS agents to rifle further through your taxes in case you owe more taxes. It's a kleptocracy. And I love this by fellow pro and friend of the show at Patriot underscore four underscore truth 2021. The left says they can't control gasoline prices, but the weather is something they can fix. Hey, don't forget to email me with the answer to the question, what would you do with a gift of $10,000? Lou at LouSantini.com. If I note your name and spotlight your answer, you get a free No Amateurs t-shirt. On Truth Social, you can find me uh, at santini 3 at Lou.Santini3 on Instagram, at Lou Santini on Getter. Subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube and support the show by going to LouSantini.com and clicking on the yellow donate button. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation I'm Lou Santini and this has been a big major production. Bye Lou Gonna miss you.